Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. It takes a whole village to raise a child and I also think that for startups it goes that you need the whole ecosystem to raise a startup. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. Today's Women in Tech community shout out goes out to Laura. Laura, thank you so much for supporting and cheering on the Women in Tech podcast. She's an entrepreneur, business speaker, startup mentor, and travel addict. Say hello to Laura on Instagram, L-A-U-R-A underscore G-A-L-I-Y-E-V-A. That's L-A-U-R-A underscore G-A-L-I-Y-E-V-A. And tell her you found her via Women in Tech. If you too want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech, remember you can go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. We would not be able to support and celebrate women in tech around the world if it weren't for you. Thank you so much for being a listener and a fan of the show. To contribute and donate, simply go to womenintech.fm on the upper right-hand side and click Donate, which empowers us to continue celebrating women in tech around the world. Thank you for being a part of our journey. Command Line Heroes is an original, highly produced, award-winning podcast about the people who transform technology from the command line up, presented by Red Hat. And this is not a technical show. This is a show anyone can enjoy, featuring experts from across the industry. Season four is airing now, so subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and stick around to the end of the show to hear a sneak preview of the brand new season. So I've been writing a book, which you may or may not know, for a long time, and I've been procrastinating for a long time. And it, I have an accountability call with my writing group every Tuesday. And there was a little period of time where I ghosted because I was just ashamed that I wasn't getting my book done way past the date that I had set for myself. And then I just wanted to show up. I, I didn't want to ghost any longer. So I started showing up, but I just felt like, man, every week they'd be like, okay, what'd you get done? And every week we like, nothing. It sucks. And I just go into feeling shame again. And then they brought up this tool called Focus Mate. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's awesome. It's like virtual co-working, but it's very precise, like objective where you set what you want to accomplish in that hour. And then the other person sets what they want to accomplish. And then you work on that specific thing at the end of the hour. You share with one another how it went. I've done it twice now and it's amazing. I know this is going to sound crazy to you guys, but I've been waking up. I'm like, when do I possibly have time to work on my book? So I've been waking up at 4.30, having a focus mate session at 4.45 in the morning. And then just for an hour before I work out and it feels amazing. And let me tell you, 
there is no way that I would wake up at 4.30 in the morning if I didn't have someone I needed to show up to. Accountability is so huge in several ways. And it's been really exciting that I see myself taking action again because I discovered this resource thanks to my writing group of accountability. So check out Focusmate. I hope it serves you as much as it served me. Enjoy the episode. Women in Tech podcast celebrating women in tech around the world. I'm here in Lithuania with Baltic Sandbox watching these incredible companies demo here at their pitch week. It is so exciting to see what everybody has undergone. And we have our next Women in Tech. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so go ahead, tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, I'm a mother and an entrepreneur. And your name? Is Kirsi. And uh, yeah, we're developing a technology to improve physical exercise education of children. And your company? Vilike. And can you spell it for everybody? V-I-L-I-K-E. And what inspired you to create, How you say Vilike? Yeah, I guess so. In Finnish it would be Vilike. <laughs> and what inspired you to create it? Well, it started in Uvascula University in Vieromaki within the sports science studies. We collected the motor skills development data of children with pen and paper. And I lost the papers and I thought I lost a lot of valuable data. Right. So that's uh, got me kind of thinking and got an idea that we could use technology to support our work with children. And that was like 2012. Nice. I know. <laughs> yeah. And you're from Finland originally? Yes. Yeah. And you still live in Finland? I do. Yes. How did you discover Baltic Sandbox? Well, I met Stuart Rogers in Angel Island and he invited me to Tech Chill and that's where I got to know these Max and them. And then earlier this fall, I noticed that they're doing the Women in Tech. And Max and Sandra run Baltic Sandbox. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's how I ended up here. And and Stuart is tech conference famous. He's just everywhere in tech I conferences so. around the world. <laughs> Yeah. I think you and I may be on the same Facebook messenger chain of like women in tech around the world. I think so, yeah. Stuart yeah. has been adding me into a few, also the summit ones and uh, things like that. Definitely. And are you a solo founder or do you have a co-founder? Well, I started the company by myself uh, five years ago, but now I do have uh, co-founders and the people, everyone who comes on board. They are part of also the company because I believe that it doesn't happen or it takes more than just one person or two persons. So everyone who's involved, they will have a small share of the company. And what has been a huge obstacle that you successfully overcome and how did you overcome it? Well, I think it's we have three unfinished software versions. And for the first one, I think... The biggest failure, the big beautiful failure was that we had like more than 10,000 lines of data and I was getting ready to automate the analysis of the skills and then turns out I made an integral mistake in the back end and that was a huge setback for me financially and most of all mentally and that I gave up actually. I was like, I don't have anything to give to it anymore. So I started working with other jobs and just kind of like moved on in a way but then a year ago my programming professor contacted me and he asked for real life projects for the students in my university and of all the projects I proposed to him he chose Vilike and kind of now with the help 
and the people around me. I've grown back to see the value of what we're doing and kind of giving up actually that it was not a failure, that it was a lesson. I think that's that's actually the biggest because it, it stopped everything. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And what is the best piece of advice that you think you've ever gotten? Well, I admire a lot uh, Ilka from Supercell and he's saying, I think it was the second slush, that you should never give up. And after all these kind of the challenges in the way, I think it, it, it it's simple, but it beholds the truth. In a way, they're saying that it takes a whole village to raise a child. And I also think that for startups, it goes that you need the whole ecosystem to raise a startup. So I love that. Yeah. And Supercell is a tech company? Well, they're a gaming company. A gaming company. And Slush, for those of you who don't know, is one of the most iconic tech conferences in the world based in Helsinki, Finland. Everybody from around the world, every investor that you could think of um, goes there. It's this wonderland of keynotes and pitches and networking. It's crazy. Um, definitely go if you haven't been. I've been. We've done the Women in Tech podcast there. It's it's amazing. It's really amazing. It's called Slush. And so is your background engineering? In the world of modern technology, we open our laptops, scroll endlessly on our smartphones, send tons of data to the cloud, and we don't think twice about it. But have you ever wondered how we got to now with our personal devices? What it took were teams of engineers and programmers who had the vision and audacity to build new machines. I'm Saranya Barak. Join me for an incredible new season of the podcast and keep on coding. Season four is airing now. Subscribe to Command Line Heroes today, wherever you get your podcasts. Is your background engineering? From way beyond, my background is in arts and sports. Then when my daughter was born, I applied for IT studies, which was, I just wanted to learn more of that world. And then at the time, I also applied for, like from the sports side, I went to study the physical exercise education of children. So kind of those two worlds collided and... That's how we'll get got started. <laughs> and where do you hope to see your company in the next few years? Well, I'm pretty confident. Well, the two of the second versions will not ever launch. That's what I'm really <laughs> certain about. But I'm I'm really confident that we will launch, hopefully the parental version first or the daycare version. And they are up and running and creating the impact that I believe that it um, creates. Where can people find out more about both you and your company? Well, I guess just Google my name and then Vilike. There is a little bit stuff that we've been putting out uh, to the web. And we'll include it in the show notes as well. Can you spell your name and your company name for everybody listening right now? Yes, it goes K-I-R-S-I-E-K-B-E-R-G. And the company is V-I-L-I-K-E. <laughs> yeah, because in some languages, yeah, the us, letter E sounds e. like the letter I for yeah. Americans in English. Yeah, yeah. be like, kind of, I guess that would go to the English way. And what is your favorite tech tool, app, website, uh, software? 
I could not name a one because I think many of them have good sides to it. But then, what's one that you personally use that you or your business uses that you're like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. Well, for development, there's the, the maybe the Trello backend works for for that part. And then, well, Slack is, I think, really good, even for we're doing co-creative development in our Burning Man community, so that works even for that. I think every app, in a way, it, there are so many good of them, so it's really difficult to name a one, to be honest. <laughs> Trello and Slack are great contributions. <laughs> yeah. And if we could do something to support you to accelerating to your next step, what would you ask this global community listening right now to do to help you? Well, we did a little market research now. And kind of started gathering the beta testing group, but also I've been looking to find really top-notch UI UX designer. I had a talk with the one that was part of Fortnite, so I'm hoping because that that's a big deal. Yeah, we'll see how it folds out. But it really because I'm getting more and more blind to the idea. So kind of like objective vision of okay, this is how we're gonna execute out of these pieces that we have on the table right now. So if you have a vision, an idea, just contact me and yeah. And how does being an entrepreneur play into being a role model to your daughter? Well, last slush was first one also for my daughter Vera. So I think she's growing into the world. How old is she? 11. Nice. Yeah, we were handcrafting her for the first uh, business cards. And I was like, well, what is the name of your startup? And then Vera goes, ha, totally unicorn. Totally unicorn? That's a great name. And I was like, okay, so what does the company do? She's like, oh, I don't know. It's like, okay, we'll figure it out along the way. (laughs) The great name. It all starts with a great name. Yeah, so we'll figure out the business model and uh, (laughs) kind of the why. Yeah. A little bit later, but I I think it folds out well. And it's also... My choice, because it also has given me the freedom and responsibility of my own time, but I I didn't have to compromise on the Vera's childhood, which is something that no investment or anything I probably ever do in my life is going to compete with. So that's, I think, the really... I don't even know the word for it. It's beautiful, though. It's it, No, it, what you're saying is so beautiful. I love it. And how has Baltic Sandbox, um, what has been the best part about being part of this program that has really also helped support you in your success? You were talking about um, having a whole ecosystem behind you. What's the one aspect of Baltic Sandbox that makes it just extraordinarily different from other resources out there? Well, I think like for every person and the entity you meet, you kind of need this click of minds right. hearts in a way and here I feel it's there in like our situation and I think they have this great thrive of like okay you can do this and kind of squeezing the shit out of you and yeah. get the best out of you so I think that's really it's really empowering I couldn't actually think of this uh, if, like a year from now that something like this would happen so I think they yeah and they're also really experienced I love it. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. It's been amazing to have you on the show. If you want to connect and collaborate with more extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. Womenintechvip.com takes you straight there. And say hello on social at Women in Tech Show on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will talk to you guys. See you guys here, you guys, in the next episode. Bye. Bye. I love you. 
Hi, I'm Kirsi. I'm founder of Vilike. We are improving physical activity of children with playful technology. We are based in Helsinki, Finland. And you are listening to Women in Tech. I'd like to tell you about an all-new season of Command Line Heroes, a podcast presented by Red Hat. No one ever said hardware was easy. In season four, Command Line Heroes is telling seven special stories about people and teams who dared to change the rules of hardware and in the process, changed how we all interact with technology. In the world of modern technology, we open our laptops, scroll endlessly on our smartphones, send tons of data to the cloud, and we don't think twice about it. But have you ever wondered how we got to now with our personal devices and what it took to get here? There was this blue box on a table. And he said, well, here it is. I said, well, what is it? He said, it's a microcomputer. What it took were teams of engineers and programmers who had the vision and audacity to build new machines. These machines, they revolutionized our lives and blew the doors open to what was possible. How many people here had a computer versus how many people intended to get one? Only one or two people actually had them. And they would bring them to the club meeting. What are you going to do with it? And nobody had an answer. The key thing about timesharing was that the computer needed some way of being able to sort of stop its own clock. The uh, creators of the floppy drives are not household names by any means. If it wasn't for that, PCs would have been adopted much more slowly. This January 28th, we launch season four of Command Line Heroes, an original podcast from Red Hat. And this season, it's all about the hardware. We'll hear the stories behind some iconic machines and the people who dared to create them. I was the kid that always took things apart, took my older sister's toys apart. This is just another bag on the side of the eclipse, a skin job. Nope, this is a whole new machine. The process of passing the tapes around and encouraging and building upon each other's results is really what made the personal computer industry. We're exploring mini computers, mainframes, the first personal computers, floppies, early smartphones, and game consoles. And we're also going to hear how the community ethos that drove those early hardware heroes to build those machines still exists today in the open source hardware movement. The values of sharing are still there. I mean, it's in the entire open source community. The machine, in a way, was kind of a bit character. It was the people who were the real guts of what it was about. I'm Saranyat Barak. Join me for an incredible new season of the podcast. And keep on coding. So thank you, and uh, eat your sandwiches. Season 4 is airing now. Subscribe to Command Line Heroes today, wherever you get your podcasts. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Adam Carroll. Show notes by Carl Marty. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.